And now this is Rerawmano, the show which brings you a female perspective. Hi everyone, morning. Hello, and we are your hosts, Sinead C. Shanti and Susan Hear Me Meow Brown. No, Susan, not today. <laughs> no, roaring today. Yay. Yeah, Susan, hear me. Roar! Woo! Woo! I'm wearing my uh, sexy pink overalls. So. <laughs> you described yourself Mario, as a, a sexy Mario, a tantric Mario. <laughs> You just need a little tash. I do. I was gonna. I was gonna like black marker it on. Yeah, I know. Um, by incident, both myself and Sue showed up in one pieces today. Yeah, rocking the one piece. Yeah, you as a Mario and me as kind of trying to channel Amelia Earhart. Where's your airplane? Huh? I just parked it around the corner. <laughs> Okay, so, what do we have today, Sinead? We have a great show lined up. Not only do we have our usual great tunes to sing, stance, <laughs> sing and stance, dance while singing, sing, dance, stomp along to, Brilliant. but we're going to have a fascinating interview with the wonderful Anne Bland. Anne Bland. We were, yeah. at a, we were at a party last night. It was our friend's birthday, so we had a fire, so we're a little bit... Um, Foggy. Foggy. Yeah, foggy. But back to Anne. Back to Anne. Anne is the creator of the Selflessly Happy Revolution, which sounds fantastic. Indeed. I can't wait to hear what she's saying. And not only that, she's also a podcaster of the Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others mm. podcast, which, Suze, as you were saying, is quite timely. Quite timely. I was doing a little recap on what I was talking about Bialtana last week. Uh, so Bialtana is the first of May. It's one of the Four Celtic festivals, Samhain, Imbolc, Lunasa, and this is Bealtaine yesterday. So it's to herald the return of the light. But when I was doing my research, I was uh, it was just reading about that it reminds us that uh, sex is a crucial component in our life. Um, it is sacred. Um, we so th- mm. it's timely that Anne is coming on to talk about that. It's a powerful time of the year to reclaim, reconnect with your own sexual energy. Um, mm. And sex is not just for for babas, having babas, but for pleasure. And we need to remember this. Mm. As uh, Irish people, women and men. Mm. What was that line there that uh, sex is a, a sacred act? Yeah, no. it is sacred. It is sex. No is sex is sacred. Yeah. Remember last Good week thing. our mantra was uh, light as many fires yeah. as you can. <laughs> and then that brought us into Bjeltna and now maybe sex is sacred yes, can be I our do. mantra for today. That's yeah, true. You know, it needs to, we need to re, re, we talk about it. We do. Keep that sex as sacred uh, fire lit. Yeah. So I think we have to give a big <laughs> shout out to Katie McShane, whose McShane. birthday it is today. Hey, happy birthday, Katie. I'm sure you're still out by the fire drinking mojitos. <laughs> I wish I was there with you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so we asked if you had a birthday request song. And uh, yeah, this one came through from Elaine for you it's called Irish Women in Harmony Dreams so it's a mellow start you guys might be feeling a little bit tender if so kick it back grab yourself a coffee throw a bit of Baileys in it and Mm -hmm. here's a birthday tune for you yay thanks Sinead Before 
Hey, we are having a techie morning. So we're trying to get hold of Anne, who is nestled in somewhere as exotic as Morocco. Morocco. And while we figure out the techie gremlins, we're going to play a tune requested by Anne herself. It is Free Yourself by Jessie Ware.
So Welcome it back, looks everyone. like we have sorted out our techie issues. We've managed to hunt down Anne um, in Morocco. Sunny in Morocco, I'd say. I bet it is sunny in Morocco. Um, that was a great song, actually. Really yeah, great good song. choice. Yeah, I like it. Suze, would you like to give us Anne's intro? I will. So Anne Bland is a tantric sex and relationship coach, public speaker and podcaster of Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. After suffering burnout from her hectic political and business life, Anne became the woman behind the selfishly happy revolution. The next sexual revolution that doesn't start from barricades, burning bras or outsourcing pleasure to a partner. It starts from within you, spreads to your loved ones and to the world. She's 15 years of one-on-one experience working with men, women, couples, helping them to have more pleasure, happiness and peace in their lives and relationships. Welcome, Anne. Sounds great. Yeah, and thank you for being here with us today. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry about all the all the issues in the beginning, but it's, uh, you know, when you're in Morocco, it's kind of everything slows down and you, you kind of uh, go with the flow, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is sunny. It's very, very sunny. Oh, oh make us jealous, Anne. How warm is it? Um... It's. I, I think it's about twenty four degrees. Oh, stop! Twenty four <laughs> degrees, and oh. here we are sitting in a radio studio in UCC, which is University College Cork, here in Cork, in the south of Ireland. And it was Great. beautiful yesterday. It was about nineteen degrees, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty right. beautiful. Yeah, it was lovely. We all had our legs out, our uh, arms out. I love South Island. I've been there. Uh, yeah, I love Cork. Yeah. yeah. But then amazing. today, so here I am. I'm slightly underdressed for today because I was like, yes, it's summer now. You know, get out the summer gear. But it's only 13 degrees today. Yeah, dressed incorrectly. No oh. socks. No socks. <laughs> <laughs> no socks. Ditch the winter wardrobe a bit prematurely. <laughs> so, Anne, thank you so much for taking time out of the sunshine to come talk to us today. So Anne, our our paths have crossed just very briefly and very recently. Both myself and Anne were lucky enough to be part of an EU female entrepreneurship uh, fellowship. And I was blown away, Anne, by your pitch. So we were practicing our business pitches and Anne very bravely volunteered to pitch her pitch in front of like 250 plus women. And Anne, I still can recall your words. They were quite profound. Gosh. Yeah. I'm like, do you remember what you said? I know we're in the middle of practice them. Um, Your pitch went something like this. Um, You know, I had it all. The husband, kids, the chickens, goats, sheep, beautiful house in the forest. I had it all mm-hmm. till it all fell apart. I'm like, wow, I want to know more about this woman. And I want to know more about what happened next. So maybe that can be our start, Anne. I do know that you are the creator of the selflessly happy revolution. Can you take us back to the origins and where it all came from and how it all began? Yeah, um... Yeah, it, it is. It is. I hope it's not sad story. I think it's. Um, I'd like it to be inspiring and 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 hopeful story. Where, you know, when the when when we live in these hustle cultures, where we are, we 
we need to achieve and still as women we need to look after everybody else mm-hmm. yeah. it kind of be- becomes too much eventually and and but because we we have so much love we have so much care we have so much to give and it feels good and you feel important but then if you don't look after yourself it crumbles down it, it it's evident you know it's just a law of the universe it's law of physics you can't yeah. keep giving if you don't put anything back and of course you know you get lots back from from your kids and your husband and family you know it's fine but but some I think I was just over giving and I was also building a green movement in the countryside Uh, I was a deputy leader of the green party back in Finland Mm -hmm. and we had a social enterprise uh, consultancy my husband my ex-husband and I and we went he's English so we went back and forth between the UK and Finland and and then I had three kids and you know as you mm. said I, I didn't have goats but you know, I <laughs> oh sorry I, I painted the picture <laughs> with goats <laughs> I know I would love to hunt them and pigs as well I love pigs <laughs> but it's um but it's it, it was just it was just too much and yeah. one day I just realized that something had to go there was no juice in me there was nothing there was mm. it was like an empty tank it was just a let you know I was doing motions of life rather than yeah. actually feeling feeling into what I needed and um and then I the first thing I did was to file a divorce and I don't know where that came from but you know mm. it's just kind of that's the best thing I can do yeah, yeah okay. and, but um, even back to that idea Anne there was simply just no juice left in you and I think a lot of our listeners can really resonate with that. Sometimes when we're going through the motions of life and the giving and the working and the mammying and the being a partner, we're giving out so much energy and we're not filling up the tank. No. And like you said... And I suppose especially... Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, go, go for on. it. No, I was just saying that in Finland, because we, we are very... We, the girls are raised up as you can have it all and we've had female presidents and prime ministers you know the youngest prime minister on earth just had to resign because the the elections didn't go her way but mm. but we've had you know role models for centuries so it's it's that kind of thing that yeah i can do it all but still because you overgive, because you still have the the responsibilities at home and so on it's just it's just too much Absolutely. Well, it's really fab that you guys do have that role modeling in Finland. Mm. But like you say, then it is too much. One of my favorite feminist sayings is drop the ball. We can have it all if we drop more balls. So it might be like, yeah, no, I'm not taking the kids to the doctor. You do that. Or no, I'm not going to have the perfectly clean house because I'm actually going to take a swim at the beach instead. So it's that Mm. sense of if we want to have a diversity of stuff in our lives there's a lot more balls we need to drop as well and I think that messaging hasn't really got out there to women drop the balls people drop the balls I love that yeah read <laughs> a book in the middle of the day it's a bit like it's a bit like you know what I what I realized was that I can I can I can survive you know after the burnout and and I had an accident as well and all sorts of things to PTSD um, emerged um, I realized that if I don't ask for help if I don't look for I don't reach out to other people I won't thrive you know I can always survive and I, mm. it's like kind of mere existence type of thing 
but without actually, I love the idea of dropping the ball and saying, okay, you catch it now, you do something. But it's also proactively reaching out to people and saying, look, I need now somebody to hold space for me because I actually need to cry or I need... I need to to stump and storm and you know just release my anger and could you just see that everything is fine if I punch the pillow for a while? Mm. You know, it's it's things where we can actually go beyond, you know, just the dropping the ball and actually finding what my body feels like doing now. You know, I have this knot in my stomach or I, I have this pressure on my chest and I can't breathe or or have this, you know, horrible bouncing on my temples and, and the neck of, you know, is, is just so stiff. So what does your body want to do? And, and just allowing that way an access to your emotions and expressing them. Because emotions uh, based on Tantra are not negative or positive. It's just something that is. And if you can release them in a safe and loving, compassionate way, it will bring you so much energy. Mm. And actually, I've learned all my life to hold back my tears because I mm. can have it all, even as a kid. And it's, and I remember I was curious, why do I always cry once a month? And then I realized mm. that, oh, okay, it's that time of the month. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like I allowed myself to cry if, if I was sad because I was a big girl. You know, I can take this, you know, I can. Mm. So, so it becomes very toxic if you don't allow your emotions to express in a positive, safe way and realizing that actually they're not bad, they're not negative, they just are energy and you can just transmute it into something more beautiful mm. and then invite more, you know, juicy life towards your more love, more kindness, more pleasure, you know, whatever it is that you want, bliss, ecstasy in your life, you can just... You can do that through your body. And that was a yeah. revelation to me. And that's why I think that the whole Selfishly Happy Revolution needs to start from within. As the intro said, it's not about, you know, going and shouting out there on barricades and starting, you know, a revolution that way. But actually, the reason why it's so radical is that you go in, you go within. You can't, you, can't, you know, change the world, but you can change yourself. Mm. And while you change yourself it spreads out to others once you become happy the others become happy you know that as a mm. as a you know you know if you're in a community you have a family or kids if you're not good the kids will pick up that you know if yeah. you if you have a bad day the kids will mirror that back to you totally and even that really famous saying i think it was gandhi that said it be the change that you're looking for mm. yeah so like you're saying you go inside to yourself and you meet that pain are you meet mm. that pleasure, but you're not shying away from it. What's coming up, you're meeting it. It ripples out as well. Yeah. Mm. Mm, fascinating. So how did your journey to Tantra begin? I, I don't know much about it. Um, maybe for our listeners, you can explain what is the definition of Tantric or Tantra? Where does it come <laughs> from? And how did your journey with it all begin? If you're happy to share that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, but I'm laughing because it's not that clear cut. People think that Tantra is sex and, you know, it can be that, but initially it wasn't. Mm. Classical Tantra was developed thousands of years ago in China and India and Tibet, even Japan. There's lots of places in Asia where it's a pathway to enlightenment for people who had families and businesses and couldn't go to monasteries and just meditate and have an ascetic uh, life. So it was something that you lived in real world 
with and it was a way of practicing spiritualism in in terms of getting into enlightenment mm. and uh, one of the things that i love is that they acknowledge that sexual energy is your creative force after all we create life with sex mm. but it's also then your spiritual energy so i think at some point in western world we're cut up from the sexual energy being something beautiful and nice and pleasurable but also your creative force that you create anything in the world you know whether it's art or music or children or uh, or, or a big business project mm-hmm. and then also the the enlightenment you know the spiritual aspect is very much part of classical tantra and um when it came to to you to the states in the 60s it kind of became synonymous with uh, sex and slow sex especially and i think sting has made it quite famous <laughs> okay <laughs> and maybe sex and the city you uh-huh. know, uh, involving uh, lots of long gazing <laughs> yes 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 and uh, And it, it, people say, oh, that's too boring. That's too vanilla. I don't like that. That takes too much time. Who has time for that? But it's, it's, for me, it's a philosophy. It's, mm. uh, it's philosophy and it's a, prin- it's a set of principles. It's also about practice. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can have uh, uh, tantric sex quickie. <laughs> you can have, mm. you know. Uh, so, so there are ways in which you can just make it into something which is aware what your body wants your body is real this world is real you're not bypassing it by meditation or, or denying that this life is illusion and you get to heaven you know later or something like that it's just accepting that we are human but mm. we are also so much more we are also consciousness and it's that balance that gives us lots of uh happiness but also can give lots of suffering and pain because we don't want these pains and aches we don't want our hearts to be broken we don't want to get burned out and and traumatized Mm. um and it's 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 all that that we need to actually accept that this is what it is this is our life now this is my body now yes i'm aging you know i get wrinkles so on so on Mm -hmm. but it's also so much more you're so much more than just your body your emotions and your thoughts you're also consciousness and it's Mm. kind of navigating all that path um that i think will be the route to happiness and bliss Mm. and that's a pretty good segue back to the selflessly happy world and revolution that you're creating can you tell us what that looks like or that what it would look like if you could create a whole new world that is selflessly happy how does how does it look well uh there is a little bit of a word play there because i call it selfishly happy uh ah, deliberately yes. because i i believe that if you put that <laughs> oxygen mask on yourself first uh you look after yourself first and foremost Oh, you yes. Thank you for correcting me on that. That's so interesting. <laughs> A Freudian slip. Because mm-hmm. I even have it written down that way. Uh, selfishly happy. But I said it the other Sel- way. So it is selfishly happy. Huh. Yes. It is. It mm-hmm. is because, you know, it's, it is about looking after yourself first and foremost. And then you have the energy, you have the love to give, you have the care to give. If you love yourself first, mm-hmm. even in Bible, they say, love, you know, love, love the other people like you would love to or do to the other people 
what you want uh, others to do to you. Mm -hmm. So if you love other people, why don't you love yourself? It mm. has to start from you. You can't love others if you don't love yourself. Or you can, but it might become a skewed like it became with me and I burned out. Mm. So it is very much about putting that oxygen mask on yourself first. So my oxygen mask was pleasure because I, I had sexless marriage for years. Mm -hmm. And I thought that in my 40s, that's it. You know, I'm ready for, for old age now and nothing's going to happen. And it's, that's it. But mm. actually finding what was pleasurable in my body and mind became actually very blissful. It became a spiritual experience in many ways oh, for me. Oh, good. I'm so I... glad you didn't throw in the towel in your 40s, Anne. <laughs> oh, that brings me such joy to know that you didn't do that. So well done, you. Yeah, yeah and I think that's the that's thing. If we could... If we could normalize uh, pleasure and sex, that it's not something sinful, bad, ugly, dirty. Mm, absolutely. And it's something that is uh, like children, they start exploring. It's all about playfulness and innocence. It's about adventure. It's about when you become a teenager, you start exploring what feels good to me and what feels good to you. And it's uh, it's it then becomes honoring and respectful between partners. It becomes eventually maybe even sacred where your body is divine temple and it's a it's a house for your spiritual enlightenment. So that's the kind of way I'd love to see the world go mm -hmm. where it is normalized. And it's it's part of not 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 OTT, not going uh, the other way too much but but mm. just kind of a normal natural process mm, that sexual pleasure is a normal part of life and that's what mm. your self selfishly happy <laughs> revolution would look like so you'd have a lot of work to do to make that normative for example in the how we consume media tv often you know i don't know just from what i see on just mainstream telly it may look like, you know, sex as a performance, as very kind yeah. of standard issue. There's not much variance. Mm -hmm. So I guess, uh, yeah. That's true. And it's always often outsourced to media or even porn or even your partners. Mm. You do what you want to do and tell me what I like. But actually mm. the, the radicalness of this idea is that you first learn what feels good to you and mm. you know what brings you pleasure and then you can teach that to your partners absolutely so, yeah and even in terms of that what feels good to you the messaging I think I received growing up all around me was that yeah we all know that men and boys masturbate but the message wasn't equally there that that's also what girls and women do and kind of even I don't know if it was the same for you, Suze. Yeah, absolutely. Like we were talking about it at home last night and Tom was like, if 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 there was men talking about this, then there would be, a, you know, it, it would be a different story. But I was like, yeah, but women don't talk about this, you know. That's mm. why we're talking about mm. it because mm. it isn't all over the media. Well, it's starting to come on mm. now, small bit, thank God. But, you know, it isn't talked about all my life something mm -hmm. and it's very important and even the roles that women play on tv i've mentioned this tv show many times on the radio it's a tv show called fleabag i don't know if you've seen it Anne. yes 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 i have <laughs> i love it i absolutely yes. love it and i love phoebe waller bridge also the writer and the main star in the show because you know she often does head off for a wank <laughs> and you're like yeah, yeah go for it 
you know, and just... Normalized wank for women. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's another T-shirt <laughs> we can have, Suze. What was that? Brita saying yesterday, free the gi, is it? Free the gi. <laughs> Myself and Suze, we're always thinking about some merch that we can get. Normalize yeah. wank and free the gi while you're at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, but also, if you think about it, why women don't talk about it so much? It's because it's been... Uh, in the, put in the shadows you're not supposed to be sexually not supposed to have sex, sexual empowerment because if you do you might you know end up hurt you know you definitely will be called names mm. and also you in the olden days you might have been burnt on stakes yeah. so mm. you know it's 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 really that bad it's really that bad and if you're not a good girl so-called um you you will not get married you know and and if you didn't get married in the olden days you would be destitute because you didn't have any powers or means of supporting yourself you know it's it's such a complex history we carry Mm. in our dna Mm -hmm. and that's called epigenetics so we we, we've inherited these fears and anxieties and even now when we are as liberated as we are as women you know it's it's not safe it doesn't feel safe in our nervous system level and I think that's why we have to have so much compassion, loving compassion to ourselves. You know, why why do I not orgasm at Q? Because, you know, we, women just have a different arousal, you know, system. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. We have bigger brakes. We have um, the accelerator, if you like, you know, the sort of car metaphor. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, we need to feel safe within mm-hmm. the context and environment mm-hmm. so that we can then, actually surrender to the pleasure and and be in the moment so things often need to be just right outside and then we can feel that okay now i can let myself go i don't need to think about how i look or i don't need to think about performance i can really free flow and women's bliss and orgasm is just it's full-bodied it doesn't stay in the genitals it can be just uh, so much energy and it's mind-blowing you know women can have multiple orgasms full body orgasms you can have all sorts of gasms even mm-hmm. tear and anger gasms you know it can all be just terribly blissful and it's something that we don't talk about and there's so much there's so much but it's just so dangerous if women started to talk about their pleasure that mm. it would you know completely uh, rattle the whole world mm. yeah I love that smash the patriarchy one orgasm at a time <laughs> More merch. Yeah. More merch. Yeah. 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 I mean, the power, you know, that is in, in there. It's just, oh, I, I'm speechless. I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, waffling here now. But, you know. No, I love it. I love the way Obviously. as well that it's linked to your creativity and then it's linked to your, you know, your, your, your inner power, your inner light when you move through your day as a mommy, as a, your work, etc. But like when you have this in control, then you kind of glow and you're full of vitality. Like that's what I'm looking for is more mm. vitality, more energy. Mm-hmm. Um, to know, so this is I want to tap into this Absolutely. more for that. Yeah. Yeah. And that sense of radical self-pleasure, like that's not high up on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put it on the list. It should be on, high on the list. Yeah. Oh, Tom, you're in for it, babe. Step aside. I mean, first, just have the intention that you you are worthy of it. You you can prioritize it. You yeah. know, it, you are you you 
you you were born like a like a pleasurable creature mm. why not reclaim it mm. why not put that on your priority list number one to have that intention that today I will explore what is pleasure to me what do I like you know just even mm. being in your five senses what kind of food do I want to taste you know what do yeah. I want to smell you know it's good to mm. check in see. check in with yourself what you're looking for what you need mm. as you say with smells yeah. tastes food is a good one yeah. what you want need to eat all our sensory yeah. systems touch like what touch, fabrics yeah. do you love to yeah. wear yeah. even yeah, yeah. multi-sensory pleasure mm-hmm. and, and going back to what you said earlier you know selfishly happy revolution is a wordplay it is actually eventually like Somebody said, a guy said once to me, so I, I just, all, you know, all these months I've been listening to you, only now I realize that actually you're preaching selflessness through selfishly happy food. And I said, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. I mean, uh, because when you feel good, when you feel good mm. about yourself, you will be a good force in the world. You will take mm. your take your voice in the world. You will You will be able to give to the world. But it has to start from you, from within. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And even on that note, for our listeners, Anne, do you have any practices or some thoughts or ideas that people can weave into their lives or some top tips from your experience or your your learning over the past few years on this journey? Can you give us any top tips to become more radically self-pleasurable? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, and again, the radically, it doesn't mean getting angry and getting just, you know, I mean, it's just really actually becoming more sensitive. The, the reason yeah. I call it radical is because you become more sensitized. What, yes. How does your body feel? You know, what? get curious, have that intention that you're worthy of more pleasure, you're worthy of being happy and, and be in peace and get curious about what makes you feel happier and peaceful and more pleasurable you know habits and expectations and demands keep us where we are so get curious about what's preventing me you know are they true are they needed you know have a kind Mm -hmm. of a sense of adventure or even pilgrimage into your body Mm -hmm. and into yourself and take the time take the space Mm, i love that idea pilgrimage into your body nice that's a lovely, yeah. uh, it's a lovely thought. <laughs> Thank you. And, and yes, I mean, don't bypass the negativity either. If you need to rant and bitch, you know, let it happen. But put it on paper or express mm. it through your, your body. You know, go to the forest and scream or go to the seaside and scream or punch a pillow or let yourself cry or have a good cry. It releases so much tension from your body and, and dance, let your body mm. move and and then in the end, you can just burn the paper, you know, like a mm. ritual or, oh, yeah. or tear it and, and just reflect what you learn, what came up for you and have the gratitude and appreciation that you are bringing back pleasure and you're, you know, burning the blocks and, uh, and create something. Start expressing whatever it is. Use your sexual pleasure into creativity, you know, start using that energy that you released for the betterment of the world in whatever small or big way you want. Mm, I love that. Get curious, bring back the pleasure. We're born as pleasurable yeah. creatures, pilgrimage into your body. 
there's some really great yeah. tips and somatic is it somatic yeah. movement as well so you move it energy. is very much about somatic yeah. yeah and allowing the the emotions to take its course and and there's lots uh, what i love about tantra is that it's so um con- you know it's basically getting validation from the nervous system studies you know the yes. ne- neuroscience yeah and uh, and it all makes sense even 5000 years ago eating was talking about trauma and trembling how trembling lets your trauma to dissipate just nice. like in animals mm. and it's just unbelievable what they knew already then and now we're kind of learning it through neuroscience and, and normalizing it mm, yeah because that was an interesting point you mentioned as well that for us to unleash our pleasure we also need to feel safe in our nervous systems. Mm-hmm. And like you said, for generations and generations, the messaging has not been one that, oh, women, you know, let your pleasure rip as you please. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's so sad. It's mm. so sad. I need to laugh because it's a defense mechanism mm. for me right now, just thinking, mm. feeling the pains mm. of all the women around the world now and before. Mm. And maybe can stop you know the buck stops here maybe we can teach our kids yeah i mean i i made my children to watch sex education i don't know if you if yes you, i love it on, Net- on netflix yeah yeah so yeah. i watched it myself first and then i made my children yep. to watch it i'm a partner watch it and and it was so hilarious uh and so you know heart warming mm. I mean, you know, it's, uh, and my son said to me, mom, if you think you are going to be Gillian Anderson and bring phallus symbols and vulva cushions in the house, I will leave. I love that he just wasn't into the interior decor. <laughs> he didn't mind the rest of the stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. And I said, I said, I said, he was allowed to have parties at home but his boy his mates were coming over and and they would see all my books on the shelf and mm. kind of, what does your mom do yeah and I, and I said to him I said thank you my son you know when I'm ready to let you go I will buy some vulva cushions <laughs> <laughs> I love it and our time is running out but it's yes. been an absolute pleasure to speak with you, <laughs> you today Anne. thank you so much for your revolution thank you for changing the memo for us women for girls for all of the all planet women. yeah thank you for all the work that you're doing thank you thank you for having me and if, if your listeners would like to have a free gift i've written a little e-booklet i was told it's not a book it's a booklet oh so lovely it's about pleasure it's about pleasure and it's called Pleasure is Your Birthright, Seven Holistic Sex Tools. And I go through intention, focus, breathing, movement, energy, sounding, things nice. like that. So they're mm. my holistic sex tools. Fab. That's where you find it on my website. So where can our listeners find that, Anne? Uh, my, my website, it's called um, selfishlyhappyyou.com selfishly happy you so that's y-o-u.com yeah super super Anne thank you so much for your time and I'm really looking forward to meeting you in real life when we're on our jolly in Spain I'll see you in Madrid soon it's only few few weeks yeah three weeks really looking nice. forward to that yeah that's thank networking for yeah. looking forward to seeing you yeah same same Thanks, so, Anne. Thank you so much, Anne. Enjoy your 24 Thanks. degrees today. Oh, enjoy the sun for us. Yeah, have a mint tea for us. Oh, <laughs> no sugar, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
that's nice. I hope the weather improves there too. Oh, nah, me too. Me too. Thank you, Anne. Thanks, Anne. Keep Thank the you. pleasure lit. Bye bye. Enjoy Spain. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. That is a lot of food for thought, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, great. So while we're digesting all that Anne had to say, let's go to one of Anne's um, music choices. She used to be mine, Sarah Bareilles. Most days I don't recognize me That these shoes and this apron That place and its patrons Have taken more than I gave them It's not easy to know I'm not anything Like I used to be Although it's true I was never attention sweet center I still remember that girl She's imperfect but she tries She is good but she lies She is hard on herself She is For the girl that I knew who be 
Thank you again to Anne Bland of SelfishHappyYou.com. And if you go to her website, you'll find her Pleasure is Your Birthright uh, e-booklet. It is sacred. Yeah, it is. We were just chatting there while the song was on. Some pretty uh, poignant words. She is messy. She is kind in the Sarah Borelli song. But anyway, what were we chatting about? We were Vulvas, just saying, oh merch. yeah, the, the word, appropriate word they're being, the kids are being taught at school is vulva for, um, for the vagina, which I thought was interesting because mm. I call it the vajiji or, mm. you know, but uh, vulva, which Yeah, because yeah. I guess that's what it is. Like mm. even calling it the vagina isn't the right, right thing. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. But they're getting it right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we are mad thinking of all our merch ideas. I love, Suze, that you remembered that one, Make Me Tremble. Make Me Tremble. That'd be good. <laughs> good like in a t-shirt. Yeah, it'd be good in a t-shirt. Mm. Uh, free, free the gig. Free the gig. Yeah. <laughs> free the speaking wine. Of, <laughs> speaking of free the gig. gig. <laughs> Look, I get all like a Catholic Girl oh, yeah. Scout nervous. Yeah, Why? Well, that's, not, that's not our fault. We're conditioned. And our mothers system. were conditioned. Our grandmothers are conditioned. It's, you know, there's a lot of conditioning yeah. there to break through. I have a nervous system problem. So if this problem. is making you uncomfortable in any way, that's fine. We're all just moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, this, what what would Anne thoughts. say if this is making you uncomfortable? I guess just let whatever that feeling out. Yeah, flow, mm. flow, let it flow. It's making me giddy and kind of sound <laughs> like a Barbie on speed. Apologies. <laughs> we didn't even have coffee, I decaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we are on the ginger. Um, are there ginger something bang. else? Oh yeah, ginger speaking high. of gee, speaking of gee, I was thinking of Breed Larkin. Um, oh yes because I'm looking for a new podcast I haven't seen I haven't listened to a good podcast in ages the last great one I listened to was my dad wrote a porno which is great crack have you ever listened to them no I must I'm really behind Uh, on a lot of my podcasts they're really funny they just make me laugh out loud Um, so Brita's telling me herself and Miss Laura Lavelle they have a new podcast and it's called what is it called again? Shooting the breeze. Oh yeah, with the wild oh, geese. Yeah. Have you heard it? Ladies, shooting the breeze with the wild geese. Mm. So they're going to be my new podcast to listen to. Right. Because I went into Spotify and I was like, oh, okay, more like my dad wrote a porno. So I listened to a few of them. They were terrible. Yeah, but I'm sure shooting the breeze with the wild geese will uh, make me laugh. Out the girls are full of crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't date them. Mm, wouldn't date them for a second. No. So that was an informative morning. It was. Wasn't Make it, Make me tremble. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Suze will be in, in her t-shirt over her Mario Brothers uh, suit next week. <laughs> Make me tremble. And I'll be work. I'll be tapping out my nervous system. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a little sexual revolution tap dance. <laughs> jump, jump in the sea, you'd be grand. Jump. I actually had a swim before I came did into you? that. Did I did. Wow, yeah. it was cold. It's getting better. Yeah. You don't need your rub or swimming hat anymore. Yeah, you said that. Just in you go. Hard yeah. to go without a sauna. I'm after getting It's not too bad. No, no, it's changed for the better. Yeah, I know. I need to. I need to start just getting in there. Yeah. Don't even think about it. Just yeah, sleep in. It's true. It's true. True. Yeah. Uh, you never regret it. No. No. Um, okay. Well, that kind of wraps it up. It for does today. wrap it up for today. Happy Bieltna, everybody. Happy. Is it summer now that it's been uh, Bieltna? The return of the light. Yay. <laughs> I'm so ready for it. Yeah, me too. Bring it on. Mm. Bring it on. Happy yeah. summer. Happy birthday, Katie. Have a great birthday, day Kate. celebrating you. And, Katie, we're going to close out the tune 
and the tune. <laughs> I need more ginger or coffee. We're going to close out today's show with a tune for you. We know you're partial to a bit of um, a harmonium and an old mantra. So oh, we, an old mantra. You bust them out there when the, when the mood takes you. So we're going to close out today's show with a tune for you, Katie. It's Govinda Jai Jai. Lovely Alice Coltrane. Alice Coltrane. You got me on this, Suze. It's a lovely tune, isn't it? It is. Yes. Bye, everyone. See Bye, you next everyone. week. Bye, everyone. Same time, same place next Tuesday. Have a good week. Thanks Bye. for listening. <laughs>